Service is an activity or action taken for others. Service comes in many forms, and I believe the act of teaching yoga can be viewed through a lens of service as well. Service within the form of teaching yoga becomes an action taken toward contributing to another individual's benefit and support. When you serve, it's not solely about you giving, but instead it's about the connection being made with another person. Your brain is hardwired to make authentic ties with others. So when you are serving, this natural human desire to bond is easily achieved. Welcome to the Beyond Yoga Teacher Training Podcast, the podcast for yoga teachers to learn tips, techniques, and teaching approaches in order to build confidence and success teaching yoga. I am your host, Sandy Raper, and on this podcast, I am going to share with you my strategies and approach to teaching, along with stories from many teaching experiences that have supported me within a thriving teaching career for over two decades. Welcome back and thank you so much for joining me today. Before we get deeper into today's episode though, be sure that you are staying connected and able to access the new episodes on the Beyond Yoga Teacher Training Podcast more quickly. And you do this by clicking the free follow button on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now you can also access the podcast through my website, sandyraper.com, and you'll find the link to my website in the show notes. Be sure to check out the show notes too for some other valuable resources that I have available to support you in your yoga practice. And if you're a teacher listening, I have several wonderful resources including my new key cueing course, that will become a tool that you'll want to have access to in your teaching toolbox. I also want to quickly share a glimpse into one of the projects I'm currently working on, and that is an online option to train with me through my 200-hour yoga teacher training. I am really excited about this, so click the link in the show notes and be sure to join the wait list, join my email list, so that you'll be the first to know more about this exciting opportunity. I know that many of you listening may not be yoga teachers yet, but I want to encourage you to explore this wonderful opportunity of joining me in this new online learning and training opportunity that is coming soon. All right, let's get into today's episode. Have you ever considered that teaching yoga is a service? I speak often to this on the podcast about service and connection as the two driving forces behind why I teach. In today's episode, I thought that we would dig a little deeper into the concept 
or approach to teaching as a service and how you can begin to shift your perspective towards a service-oriented teaching methodology. I mentioned in a recent episode that I would be expanding about the brain science behind teaching yoga and in particular share with you how you can begin to develop the relational aspect of your right brain fast track functioning that quite possibly might be lacking within our pursuits to lead highly effective and impactful yoga class experiences. What I am finding within my deeper study is that perhaps our emphasis, our focus as yoga teachers has resided more heavily in the left side technical and rational aspect. And we have missed this great opportunity to make a bigger impact as teachers on how we approach and how we share and lead the practice of yoga with others. Within this discovery, as with other aspects of learning, what can happen is that once we begin to know and view this interaction within the yoga practice and in life off of our yoga mats, we are then presented with a choice. And that choice may require change and adjustments in how we had been taking action or inaction in our quest for the transformational qualities and encounters that we seek through the practice of yoga. Within this heightened awareness, which by the way, awareness is a fast track right side function of our brains, we can begin to fine tune how we approach teaching and leading yoga practices so that we might aid as teachers in equipping students that we are leading with the tools and the knowledge needed to increase this relational aspect where we can begin to encounter those transformative qualities that I just mentioned. Within this fast-tracked awareness, we can begin to notice more intimately the felt sense of returning to joy and the increased resilient capacity that is available to us. Today, we'll dig into the teaching methodology and approach of service as a yoga teacher along with how a service-based approach to teaching will support you in your ability to develop this relational right brain function that I've just spoken of. And within the right side function, this development in this conjunction with the left side, the slower track, we are then able to teach from what I'm going to call a full-brained approach that supports the students with what is needed for them to have that fresh transformational encounter within the practice of yoga. Let's begin with why it may be hard to serve. There may certainly be other reasons, but for today, I'll share three in particular. Three reasons why it may be hard to serve. And let's begin with the fact that service takes time. 
In the context of teaching yoga, if your teaching methodology revolves around service, then you'll need to spend some time understanding that yoga isn't a one-size-fits-all practice. Yoga is for all, but it's not for one size and like a cookie cutter experience. Developing the relational aspect of seeing people rather than a collection of poses will require a few adjustments in how you plan your classes, how you plan your sequencing. Seek to get grounded in a solid sequencing approach that is safe, accessible, and empowering for the individuals you will be teaching. Have a strong structure of sequencing, but built within the structure is spontaneity. And within the spontaneity, that's where you start to cultivate the concept of seeing people. Spend time becoming proficient with understanding that your language supports the framework upon which your sequencing is built upon. Using guiding language that supports curiosity and choice for students will elevate your ability to guide and lead a practice experience that makes a significant impact in the lives of those you are leading. The next reason that serving or are thinking about yoga and teaching yoga as a service and a reason why it might be hard is that it's inconvenient. Going along with the last point I shared about it takes time, meeting students where they are and facilitating the needs of a yoga practice experience means that you will most likely never fully teach that planned sequence that you created in your mind. And you know what? It's okay. So let go of the plan. In fact, I would challenge you to seek to refine your craft of teaching in a way that you step into the classroom with your plan, with your structure, but then you empty yourself of the plan so that you can then be present and ready for the actual students that walk through the door. This is where that solid sequencing and cueing foundation is, is vital and where it comes in again. You do not need to reinvent the wheel, so to speak, every time you step into the class to teach. Your students do not need to be entertained with your creative sequencing. Rather, consider serving them by leading them through a practice experience that equips them with what they need in that moment making choices, assessing, and accessing the real-time experience that supports students in connecting the dots to make the practice time relevant for their daily living. Talk about service. The third reason, though, that serving and thinking about yoga and teaching yoga as service, the reason this could get hard is that the ego gets in the way. It uses fear and it diminishes the impact of service. 
The ego will instill fear into you. Your ego will suggest that you don't know it all and it will distract you by telling you that you couldn't possibly make an impact teaching yoga. The ego will tell you that because you don't know it all that you aren't ready to serve or you're not worthy enough to share the practice with others. You serving as a yoga teacher is about connecting with the students that you have the privilege to share the practice with. Students are not looking for perfection. Students are looking for a relational encounter and authentic connection. This is why, once again, the development of the right side brain functioning makes such a profound impact on our approach to teaching. For you, there's an impact as the teacher and for the students that you lead. All right, let's now explore what I'll call some requirements for shifting your perspective into a service oriented teaching methodology. We'll begin with the requirement that it requires a conscious choice to serve. Along with the concept and approach of meeting students where they are is the concept that shifts into the foreground of your awareness as a teacher in the acknowledgement that students want and need to be seen. Look to see where you can serve your students with more eye contact, more personalized instruction, more time spent before and after class authentically getting to know the students, the humans you are leading to have a human interaction. Yoga is a personal and relational practice. Seek and make the choice to serve others in making that connection as well. The next requirement is a requirement of shifting the focus, shifting your focus. Once you make the conscious choice to see those around you, you then focus on accessing and assessing the need so that you can then facilitate an experience that meets the student's needs within the scope and practice of yoga. Be mindful that you are not the answer to their need, but you are able to facilitate and provide an experience where they can connect more intimately with their body, their mind, their spirit, all within an experience that serves the collective at the same time. The next requirement for a service-oriented teaching methodology is that it will require authentic connection. I've mentioned connection several times and how connection along with service have driven my intent as a yoga teacher for over two decades now. Both are still driving forces that I use to align and realign myself within when it comes to how I approach various teaching opportunities. I'll wrap up today's episode by sharing what I'll call four ingredients that you'll need to come together, to mix together, to support your ability to connect with others authentically. First, 
you must be fully present. Be mindful and aware of the moment you are sharing with someone else. You're sharing with another. Nothing is distracting you from being with one another. This act of being fully present in the moment is why you feel that time stands still. Next, be your authentic self. You must be vulnerable and allow the other person to interact with your true self, just as you want them to be their true authentic self with you. Only when we are vulnerable with one another can we really build a bond. Thirdly, have empathy and compassion for fellow human beings. When our heart hurts for another, when we wish we could take away their pain, we are empathetic. Through this act of understanding, we are then able to reach out with kindness and concern, which then causes us to take action that can help the other individual overcome their obstacle. If you consider the yoga practice and why we even practice, there is the habits of our mind that create suffering. And through the practice and through our ability to, to share the practice, to acknowledge with empathy others who are suffering in various ways, we offer the practice from that place and that felt sense of human connection, of human connection with compassion and authenticity. The fourth ingredient, learn to trust one another. Trust is the final ingredient needed to genuinely connect with others. For some of us, this is the most difficult one to establish. Due to our past traumas, building trust with another individual takes risk on our part. But most of the time, the reward is joyful and the development of a loving relationship that concept of returning to joy, that concept and that capacity to know that we are capable of that resiliency and that return. The practice of yoga provides us with a system for how we can interact with life circumstances and develop the relationships in our lives at the same time and the relationships that we have with each other so that we might live a life that is full and balanced with the tools to respond appropriately in times of ease as well as times of hardness and great effort that living a full life will bring. I hope that you found a nugget or two in this episode to reflect upon and to implement into your deeper discovery and experience within the practice. You know, consider taking some time if you're able to listen again and take some notes on these ingredients and possibly explore these reasons why service might feel hard and just consider how you might start a shift in your perspective of evaluating teaching yoga from a service-oriented teaching methodology. Before I close out today's episode, would you do me a favor? Will you take a moment now to share this episode with someone? 
It's easy. Click the share button and send a text to someone sharing this episode or send it to several that you know who would benefit from listening. Until we meet again, thank you. Thank you for joining me today, and I wish you well along life's journey. And I'll look forward to spending time with you in the next episode.